Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. Today I have Cherie Healy, and I'm so, so excited because this is someone that I have been geeking out over for a pretty long time. I heard Cherie Healy on Olivia Jade's Vibe about six or seven months ago and was entirely moved. In one podcast episode, she did more to me than I think my own therapist has, and I just want to give you a little intro of Cherie. So Cherie's number one strategy is pure joy. It's the secret to our true potential in every area of life. She's the founder of the Luminaries. Sheree gives leaders and organizations the tools to become their highest selves, go after everything they've ever wanted, and work together like never before. Sheree helps leaders create work workplaces that solve the world's biggest problems by centering well-being, connection, self-awareness, and we create those conditions for all to succeed, which I kind of feel is what we're doing here by connecting together. <laughs> Sheree has served residences as a well-being coach at YouTube, leadership for women at Google, has advised corporate leaders for 25 years. She's taught allyship at Stanford Graduate School of Business and is currently a women in management facilitator at Stanford. Through coaching, workshops, speaking, and custom design retreats, Sheree lights the way at organizations such as Google, eBay, Facebook, Nike, YouTube, Apple, GoDaddy. I could really go on, but I'm not even going to keep going on because <laughs> no. I'm going to give that to you. The last thing I want to bring up about Sheree is Probably the one the most important thing about her, Cherie is a mom of two incredible human beings who she states verbatim are her greatest teachers. Cherie says, we're here to have the time of our lives. Let's hold hands and eat all the tacos. I am so excited <laughs> to have you on the vibe. <laughs> and I would love if you could introduce yourself, Cherie. Oh, honey. Well, we just had a love fest prior to uh, starting our interview. <laughs> so grateful to be here I'm just I'm in awe of you and what you're doing in the world and using your voice in a way that inspires me to use mine even more thank you so much. so yeah I I call myself a possibilitarian and that means that I stand for everybody getting everything they want in life to really go for the dream to not hold back. And what you and I just shared was that we all have a gift to give that if not shared is lost to the world forever. And that is you that everybody really gets, I think they're, um, you know, they get a little complicated about what's my purpose and why am I here? And that's what I've been studying and searching for my whole life is why in the world are we here? And how do we not waste a minute? Right. You know, and really, I think it's just becoming us. It's funny that you say, how do we not waste a minute? Because as I was telling you about what was going on with me earlier, um, I said to this person, like, you can waste my money, but time is something I can never get back. So when I do these things, I do it because, t like, as I've gotten older, I'm 31, I notice that time, you know, we can't get it back. So every minute really matters so much. And when I got the opportunity to have you, I was like, let's take this time to really, like, dig deep into our souls and, like, give back that like what you gave me I want to give back into the world and what you have to offer so large and like I said to you before if I was feeling like will I ever be happy again will I ever find joy will anyone ever want to be with me am I too much am I this like you are here to like bring light to it you can't solve it but you're here to like bring light to it because that's all we can do and I think people yeah. forget that in this world it's all we yeah, can do is like bring light to it and be a little bit better Right. And let, that this maybe hour that we're together brings some light to the dark that is everywhere right now. You right. know, like it's so easy to get caught up in it and to ask those questions like <clears throat> the ones that you just said, am I enough? Will I be loved? It's like those are all of our primary fears. We all share that. I used to think it was just my parents <laughs> and the way that they raised me right. that had me you know, have these feelings like that I would be too much or not enough or not be loved, but that's the human experience. And right now we have got to hold some goddamn hands because it's really hard out there right now. I and if we can just shine a little light and remember that we're all going through this together, that we're not alone, that we're okay, you know, it can make it so that we can get back to the whole point of life, which I think is joy. I couldn't agree more. So I think a really good way for us to start and then we'll like kind of just go into our own 
place is what is something yeah. that you've been seeing in the world that you're like, no, we need to be a collective together. Like what is something that you've been noticing in like, let's say the last year, because obviously the last two years mm-hmm. have been crazy, but I would say the last year, even more changes ensued because we know what the old world was like. So what's something that you've been noticing, like whether it's people my age, people younger, of maybe noticing that people are, why are they so depressed? Like, why are we not trying? Why do we think we're not enough? Like, why do we immediately go to these like extremes of just being like, I'm not enough. I must not be pretty. I must not be the right body weight. I must not be this. Like, why do we go right there? Why is it that after a breakup we go, no one's ever going to love me again. There's no way someone could ever love. Why, why, why is that where we go? Like the worst possible place. I think I'm going to start with a story. That's, like, that's all, I, all I want you to do is do and be you, please. Yeah, okay. As I cross my arms and lay back. I know, I know. Everybody just has story time. Yes. Um, I, I think this was, this was my, my journey to this moment that continues to unfold. But I'm going to tell you like where the breaking point was and, and where it is now and then relate that to what you just asked about what's going on in the world. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was a party on legs. I think that's my essence, right? And I work so much with people to just get out what's your essence because the greatest career strategy is to go where you'll be used for that essence, right? And the greatest relationship strategy, parenting strategy, whatever we're talking about is to go where you'll be used for your essence, right? So my essence was I wanted to hang a string of lights on everything. I, I want, I wanted people dancing in the streets and like not sure why people didn't understand why this world is such a gift or to have a body is such a gift, you know? And so life then has its way with you <laughs> and the culture and the patriarchy and all the relationships and all the things then start to break you down, you know, and people have all their opinions about who you are and what you should be and do. And I lost, I moved away from that essence as we do, you know, and, and started to apologize for myself and feeling like I would not be enough, wouldn't be, you know, loved, um, too much, all those things. So the way we started our call was saying it's, it's our job to become us. Right. And Mm -hmm. I was not doing that. I was actually trying to be everything that everybody else wanted me to be. And I found myself at like 36, I want to say, laying in my bed, having had two kids and a husband who, I'll spoiler alert, we're good friends now, but at the time (laughs) was not treating me well. And I laid in bed and I was like, I want to be, I want to be one of those people who just doesn't get out of bed. I am so sad. I am so at my breaking point that I said to like God and universe fist in the air, like, when will I be enough? When, when do I get to actually start the party? Right. Like, cause clearly now I'm with a guy who's cheating on me, who I've given everything. I've tried to be the perfect person, the perfect wife, the perfect everything. And I was so exhausted. I was like, I can't do it anymore. And this booming voice, because I hear, you know, I can hear and see things. This voice comes up inside me that's like the voice of God and says, you already are her. You already are enough. You always were. You were born enough. You're perfect. And it was this just giant, like, wait, wait a minute. At 36, I don't have to wait until I'm 85 or 90. I've become a master or, you know, I'm enlightened. That I could actually start celebrating that I am just good as I am and that maybe that's actually what the world needs just me you know I don't need to be enlightened yet I don't have to have all the answers that I'm I'm already good and I got up out of that goddamn bed and everything changed from there it was like and it continues like it just even something downloaded today that just had me stop in my tracks and say wait a minute if what's going on in the world right now is a great awakening. You know, they say like, you, you teach yoga, so do I, right? That we're in 
Satya Yuga, mm -hmm. which is the age of truth. We came out of Kali Yuga, which is the age of darkness. It was predicted thousands of years ago that we would be in this cycle. The age of Aquarius, the imagination age, there's all these words for it, right? It could be a Renaissance golden era after um, what we've just been through. And to have that be going on right now as I realize once again, what I'm here to give. And it's no coincidence that you and I are having this talk today. Not at all. That if I'm here to be a light in the dark, if I'm here to say, goddamn heaven on earth is possible now more than ever, you know, that what I see happening is if we can frame this moment correctly, if we can all sort of and there's no right or wrong, I say correctly, in a way that works for us, right? right? For some other people, it is probably their dharma, their reason for being to be here to see things fall apart, to see it in a very different way. You know, we're in kind of a wild bifurcation right now. The universe, there's a 3D experience and there's a 5D experience. Right. Some people are in hell, some people are in heaven. And I'm not saying this in a spiritual way. You don't need to have a religion to understand that there's just a dense experience exactly. and there's a liberating free right. experience, right? That we're all kind of choosing right now. And we need to honor that, that some people are in very different spaces here to experience darkness galore. But for the people who are here to be on what we'd call the transition team, you know, Tara Sophia Moore said this one day. She came out on a stage in front of like a group of 300 women. And she's the author of Playing Big, and I adore her. She comes out and she says, raise your hand if you remember the moment before you were born when you were asked to be on the transition team to usher us into a new era. I know you're on it because of your reaction, right? I was like, oh my God, literally I'm that's me. <laughs> Now pick me. Totally. And if you can take your seat, which I would call you a luminary for that very reason, that you see the potential for more, that, that your generation more than anybody else, I think are the wisest amongst anyone who's walking the planet right now, who can go, you guys, we are doing it all wrong. You know, why are we spending 90,000 hours at our jobs miserable? That's why we had the great resignation. People were like, wait a minute. Yeah. I sat in my house for a couple of years and I have realized a few things. And I'm no longer willing exactly. to put up with some things, right? It's great news, you know, that we could honestly step into a life that, you know, the contrast gives us when, when, okay, I had the COVID recently. It finally got me. I thought it wasn't going to get me, but it did. And I'm oh, so glad. it's getting everyone. Don't you worry. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, oh. My no, best girlfriend like just got it. And we really thought we were like, you just have perfect genes like you're just not gonna get it literally right. calls me the other day she's like so I'm like you got it she's like yeah I, I also obviously had it as well she's like yep so I'm not perfect I'm like cool yeah. makes me feel better yeah. oh I know I thought oh I have all the protocols and my immune system is rock star no, <laughs> listen it came because my boy who's a giant man child at 17 came home from school with man it child. and he was so 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 rocked because his heartbeat was like really off the charts oh my god that he came my room and we sort of like held hands and stayed up all night and I knew I could just be going down right there with him but I was like that's what you do totally. let's go down together totally yeah but what it taught me and I think this is what I want anyone who's had it to maybe take take in and see if this resonates that I think it's like a genuine depressant COVID hundred percent dark right when I was talking to my girlfriend who was like, you are so right. Like, this is a really, it's hard to be so alone. Like in such a way where like yeah. no one wants to like, they'll check in via text, but like, it's a really deep lonesomeness that like you can't describe unless you've really like gone through it. And, right. I, and that's when I said to her, I wish we got it together because it's really awful to do it. It's really shitty to go through it by yourself. Tremendously. And I think the blessing of it is having gone through it, that it wraps up everything I just told you, that that moment of separation was so profound and so dark. Like I even know one of my dearest, wisest sisters, who's 80, who I call my big sissy, she's an enlightened being. And she went through some darkness, like some serious dark thoughts. And I was like, oh my God, even you? So 
I think what it was is now I've come out of it and I'm feeling joy. Like I know I talk about joy as number one strategy, but doesn't mean I experience it every minute. Of course not. Of course not. No, it's like, no, that's, that's, we're on the journey to have these moments of it, these moments where we're liberated and we're in this life happens as me state, you know, where there's just epic ecstasy. And, and maybe as we get better at holding it, we get more and more and more of it. You right, know? right. But, but in that darkness, now I'm on the other side, just feeling like, oh my God, the bliss of being able to taste something. You know, and like and the blessing to, to hopefully have immunity. <laughs> like, oh my, like, so yes. ma- like so many like little things. Like I got to meet my friend's baby and no one else has. And she was like, well, you got COVID. So I feel comfortable. Like the little blessings that do come with it of being like, oh. well, I got it. I got to meet the baby. No one else has met the baby. <laughs> Seriously, honey, my dad might not be on the planet that much longer. And I get to go see him right. after I talk to you. I'm so blessed. But the invitation in is... I think we've all come out of the contrast of being completely separate and alone, either in the COVID or just being in quarantine. And now we're coming out and recognizing, oh, wait a minute, that is not our true nature at all. It's not what we want. It's not what brings us health. It's not what brings us joy. And so we're like just diving into each other. Now you see all this desire for conscious community and for connection and circles and all of this new belonging that is here that I don't think could have come without that major contrast, without that giant pause. We wouldn't, ha- I th- we could have careened right off into the sixth mass extinction, to be honest, because we were going there. I don't, even think I, was so- look- I don't even think I was looking clearly. Like, I, like I, I, I don't even think I was looking in the right, I don't think I was looking for the right things or direction or anything. Like, I, I think I needed a slap in the face, like, truly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we did. I think it's it's just it's a it's a loving divine slap of some sort that we had to stop and remember who we are. And so I think to answer that question around like that you could come out of a relationship and say, I'll never be loved again or that I'm not enough or have these moments. They are forgetfulness. That's all it is. It's forgetting who you truly are. It's that we're not separate. We're not even, even when we were alone in our COVID, that we are all so deeply connected, like an Aspen Grove, you know, like you see all these trees on the surface, but there's a root system below. They are one organism. That's, that's who we are. We are absolute perfection. We are blessings walking on this earth, you know, and, and the only reason that you could go into these primal fears is you just forget that for a minute. And that's what I see is we need each other so badly because you and I just having this talk means today we remember, you know? And then some people will remember and you listen to the Olivia Jade and you remembered. And then we'll just keep coming back together when we forget and be an open book and be all up in your messiness and let us remind you, you know, it's just too, you can't do it for yourself. A hundred percent. I love that you said like be in your messiness because I feel that so many of us, including my own self, feel the need to be, I'm not going to say perfect, but like, you know, I I like to try my best to be the best Samaritan I can possibly be. And to be able to just be like, you know, today, tomorrow, the next day, I just am a mess. And that is just what that that I have to like, honestly accept it and move on because if I, I can't change, I can't change that. You know what I mean? Like I have to embrace like my, my, as much as good aspects of me I have, I have some bad ones as well. And I have to embrace those and give those love and nurture and water it so that maybe I, I won't have them as deeply. You'll integrate them. You'll bring them in closer, right? That's, I, I have learned this the hard way. So we can just make sure some people who are listening do not. I was raised in that generation of like, I'm, you know, what am I, Gen X? but of the boomer hangover of like, you gotta be perfect. You have to have everything down and polished, you know, all that. That is not what gets us love. It's not what gets us intimacy. It's not what gets us closeness. I've had, even in my relationships now, these people in my life tell me, I can love you even more because you share your wounds with me, because you bring your humanity, because you cry with me. I, I trust you, in fact. I feel closer to you, I feel safe with you. I can relate to you, right? We've gotta let all that go. And that's why I always feel like, even when we started and I couldn't help but cry, like, 
I cry not because I'm sad. I cry because I feel so grateful. And I feel like that gets misconstrued with a lot of people. They're like, you're so sad. You're so sad. And I'm like, no, it's such a blessing to like know someone with this knowledge who's going to like help me and transform my mind. And some people don't look at things that way. And I think that's something that, you know, right before the pandemic, I'd already like been on that wheels of turning of like kind of realizing I have to make a change in my own world and life. And obviously the pandemic did that, but you know, you keep my wheels entirely turning. And you also remind me that like, when going back to the messiness, like going back to like being loved and whatnot in those messiness moments, I'm like, I've caught myself being like, I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect because when people find me in this messy moment, they're not going to like me. And you know, I have to say that for all the times I've reached out to people and for all the times I've had really great conversations and cried, like I've never had someone once say to me like, you're really messy and I hate it. Like I've only had an incredible, I've only had people be like, honestly crying back to me or like having that same yeah. worship back and being like thank you for feeling me and I'm like if only we all just like to cry it doesn't mean I'm so sad it just means I'm like really happy or grateful yeah of course I have my my tears of depression and sadness but I cried because I was so happy like and people forget that sometimes and I'm not <laughs> I'm not on here crying for like bullshit and giggles and this and that I'm crying because I was so grateful that you were like that you mm. would even pencil me in that it would even be a thing and I think you know, that's the part of being humans and conscious collective and connection. Like you're in California, right? Yeah. Right. I'm in Miami. We have nothing in common <laughs> besides us wanting to connect. And I think that that's so magical yeah. that we would have never done this two years ago. Uh, I would have never heard, I would have uh, never heard you two years ago. Do you know what I mean? So it's so magical and it makes me think I'm like, I do believe the universe has a way of finding you to certain people. I really do. I know some people don't think that whatever, but I do. And I'm like, the second I heard that episode, I was like, I know I meant to know her. I know that I meant to know her. And when people think I'm crazy for that, I'm like, you can think I'm crazy, but there's a method to my madness and it's only helped me and it's helped so many other people. And there, the amount of messages I get being like, thank you for sharing your tears or your blackout stories of why you won't get drunk anymore or this, because like I couldn't, but now I have someone that I can relate to or talk to. Like had, I just had a girl uh, talk about how her dad died of alcoholism and she started a non-alcoholic mocktail company and can't tell you the flooding amount of messages I got being like, I shared a really bad story about my own self of like why I won't blackout ever again and how like I, called people awful names and just like how mortifying it was and how I still feel awful about it and the amount of stories I got back of being like I like feel so much pressure that I should drink but I know the person that I am when I drink and I don't want to be that and thank you for putting it out there I feel more confident not drinking now and I don't want people to feel you know not to make it to an extreme of not drinking or not but it was one of those things where like if you share your shared experience with someone else they're so much more likely to be like oh my god I'm not alone Oh my God, this girl that like, you know, people look at my Instagram and they have a preconceived notion and they're like, people are shocked when they like listen to my podcast and they're like, oh my God, this is who she is. Like, this is who the girl is. And they're like, even, I I hate to say it, but I think they come, they actually want to gravitate more because they're like, oh, she's a real girl who fucks up, who does this, who's who's, like willing to be vulnerable and like willing to just be like, so guys, I'm going to give, I'll, I'll, and I'm happy to do it. I'm like, so here's my story. I'm so sorry, mom, for the time I called you this. I am so like, I am willing to do that because the same way that you're willing to put your bad shit out on the table, you weren't doing it. You weren't doing it for no reason. You were doing it because you knew somebody was going to relate to that. Yeah. And it's part of the becoming of us, right? I can't, it's like Glennon Doyle recently yeah. when she came out. She had an eating disorder relapse. I'm like, Oh my God, she just raised the bar, you know, for how can we bring ourselves fully? Because God, you just don't know, like who needs to hear what, what you're going through on that day or, or, you know, I always go back to when you're 90 at the end of your life, what do you want to say? You know, did you put it all on the table? Are you going to go with the music still in you? I don't want to get to that place. You know, so we have to. No, I just like, it just, 
it's just as magical. And I'm just gonna keep on, I'm just gonna kind of kind of keep on going on my list because we could really chat about the same thing I know forever. Um, but I do want people to know that is to like be more comfortable with it, like maybe talking about something that's uncomfortable because I swear you'll create like, like it will attract people. And like you, that embarrassment that you may feel like really will turn into something more magical than you think. There was actually a quote, what was it? Accountability, Gary Vee said it yesterday, accountability equals happiness. And that is to me so true because when you're held accountable for something and you own up to it, that means something. That is growth, that is beyond. So with that being said, I actually wanted to talk to you about self-awareness and what you think about our world right now because as we mentioned, there's a lot going on in the world. I'm sure you, you know, I know that you are somebody who's able to, I feel like you're someone who's like me, who's able to totally hold themselves and hibernate and not look at anything, but also someone who can crack open and be part of every single aspect of the world. What do you Mm. think right now? Not even just like with politics or anything, but just generally, what are your thoughts on how... You know, I'm not even going to say Gen Z or people my age or boomers or whatever it is. How do you think, and we could say COVID, how do you think COVID has affected people's self-awareness? Because I think it's affected it majorly in a negative way. Yeah. I think people don't yeah. like care as much as they do. I, I'd love to hear what you would think. I think people are not well right, right now. Yeah. And so I think we're on the same page with that. I think... Uh, A lot of my work focuses on really getting people into that flow state, into the place that would be the most aligned. You know, there's all the words for it, the zone, when you are in your true self. And that comes at the intersection of getting your needs met at a high level. There's the six human needs of human needs psychology, where, you know, you're really aware of because I believe the more we want to give in the world, the more we need. So we have to come back to be like, how do I fill myself? How do I nourish myself and get what I need to be in a state of self-expression, not survival mode, not this fear, fight or flight mode, you know, that COVID has put us all in and the new and everything has put us in fear with a capital F. And something you you said, something you actually said, when you're living in fear, you're sitting in the worst seat in the house. Worst seat, cheapest seat in the house. Yes. And that's something I literally, I'm not even kidding. I've said that to so many people. (laughs) That's not, and that is not in my notes. All I have are just jotted. That was just like, again, something you've ingrained in my head. Oh, I'm telling you, it comes from my teacher who said last year, last year was like her big message because we were in the thick of it. And she said, do not let fear be your guide. And she said it like 10 times and I was like, oh, that's in my bones. And then you said it to me and I felt it in my bones. (laughs) Ah, ah, it's a transmission. Right? Right? And now, and I keep saying it to someone else and I hope it's going to, I hope they say it to someone else. Do you know what I mean? I I actually said it to a client this morning who was feeling some type of way and I said, blah, blah, blah. When you're living in fear, you're, I didn't say cheapest seat as you're sitting in the worst seat in the house. And she was like, you're so right. You're so, 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 so right. And like, it's the lowest vibration. uh, It is It's the lowest vibration. And I hope that she takes that into maybe the next person she sees going through a little moment. Do you know what I mean? Because I just want this to like, it's kind of like a, what's that like whisper down the lane game? Like you want to keep on passing this down and hoping like, yeah, telephone, like hoping that message just continuously gets spread from California to Miami, to Europe, to every, like, to everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I hope. And like in that when in that one moment, when me, me just being like, when you're sitting and <laughs> I hope people think about that because that is, that line changed a lot for me. Gives me chills. Me too. Truly. Because it's an invitation. It's like, and I can certainly hear like everybody listening going, well, but I am afraid. Like I'm afraid at 4am, you know, <laughs> there's all the things that you could line up to make you afraid for sure. It's, It's a wild time, but it's like what you focus on expands, you know, where you put your gaze in yoga, you know, it's really important. It's called your dirshti and Sanskrit. I literally was telling someone last night who couldn't focus. I was like, 
find your dream. <laughs> like I was teaching a candle event. I was like, she like couldn't get her tree pose. I was like, I'm telling you, just find, there's a candle right there. Fo don't look, focus on me. Find that focus. Not on me. Focus on yeah. you. And people forget that. And I always in practices too. I'm like, this is about you. Yeah. This is for yeah. you. I'm just here to, to, to remind you if you forget something <clears throat> or help you out if you need an adjustment, but this is all you. You know, and when you had them focus on the candle, that's so profound because one of the greatest meditations is to, to see that flame inside because why you're the luminary because you are lit from within. <laughs> you are a goddamn light, you know? And so you bring your focus back to that. And what am I here to do during this scary time? And you can come back to love. You can say, oh, I know that I see what's going on in a way that maybe others don't. Maybe others are in more fear than I am. Right. So how can I be a force of love? Now that's like fear's the lowest vibration Then love's, I thought the highest, but joy is actually even higher than love, which is why I always say like, find a pocket, you know, go somewhere, do something to get that joy on. Because what if we all were gone tomorrow? Like, did you see that movie? Don't look up with Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course. Right. So in the end, what they do, they had a family dinner, you know, the whole world is falling apart and right. they're drinking wine together, you know? And I, Oh man, I just spoiler alert it for whoever didn't just see it. Okay. Don't even worry I didn't about really, it. Don't I even worry really. about it. Yeah. But also but I'm pretty sure most people want anyone listening. Probably, if you met on Netflix like a month ago, let's just, you, you can, you can spoil it. Who cares? Probably. <laughs> We've all been bored. Everyone's watched it. <laughs> so, so that's what's cooking is, is this temptation to go to fear because of course that's also what the news and the media and all the powers that be want us to do. They want us in fear. That's why good Lord. Not to, if anybody finds solace in their religious practice, blessed be. But this is also where all those structures came from was let's put people into these, into these societies where there's this giant message of fear. If you don't do this, then that, you know, right. that, that structures that could control us or um, make us forget that that we have everything that we need inside right. that we don't need a middleman you know and that what we just truly need is those gatherings just to be together because you know like in the gut and the microbiome you know the cells need to be connected and talking and a lot of us have all this trouble in our gut right now because the cells aren't together and talking you right. know and they're not diversified and they're not in there in this beautiful natural way being together because for all the reasons we could have a whole nother talk on right, that. Right. <laughs> but that is the intelligence that is here to be tapped into now is this intelligence of the body and the heart. We're in a culture that's all about neck up, mm -hmm. right? You know, and all these organizations that I work with, it's all about what do you know and intelligence and knowledge and, and all that can be measured and data driven. Right. But what we're coming into now is this feminine encoded era. Yeah. It's very overdue where we're starting to actually realize science been able to prove all that is invisible, the quantum physics of what you and I know to be true through yoga or through just a Life. knowing, <laughs> right? That if we come back to the heart and the wisdom of the heart, and join that with the mind, the heart mind, and heart the knowledge soul, of our baby. body, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, that we're on what, what I learned recently that the Native American wisdom will teach that the longest path we'll ever travel is the path from the mind to the heart. They call it the red road, right? Is that so beautiful? So, I like, so yeah, now, that actually just gave me the chills. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're on. And I think the Dalai Lama said the world would be healed by the Western woman, which blows my mind still, that it's going to come from us coming together and saying, look, we've had all this time doing it this way. There's another way that needs to come online now. And, and it has so much to do with, like, I just say it at work. I'm like, love at work. Like, we need to genuinely get better at loving each other. And that starts with loving ourselves. Exactly. And I would actually love to talk about loving ourselves. Um, I'm only have you for another 20 minutes, but loving yourself. I, you know, for 
I've always been someone who's been, I've, you and I will talk another time about my traumas in life and whatnot, but loving yourself, totally fine. Loving yourself is something that took me a really long time to actually master. And I truly can say with a full heart, Cherie, that I love myself. I love hanging out with myself. I, I think I'm really fun. <laughs> I don't know if the other people don't think so. I think I'm a really good time. I think I really care for people. I think I really prioritize people and I really love myself. And I like know that what I have to offer to anybody, uh, whether it's a romantic partner or friendship or uh, you, anyone, I know I have something good to offer and I know I'm bringing good energy, which is honestly why I did start this podcast was because I knew that I loved myself enough to like be able to put myself out there. Because if I didn't love myself, I'm not going to put a podcast to be like, love yourself out there. <laughs> I have to love me. I'm only going to practice what I preach. And that is something that I've learned the hard way that I have pra- not practiced what I preached. And like, that's just not what you have to be authentic. And I think that's also the last two years, what has helped me so much. And I don't know if it's helped other people is being like, tomorrow's not promised. So like I'm gonna be I'm gonna like live my best day because I really don't and we actually really don't know what tomorrow is. Do you know what I mean? Like we actually really and I always tell like any friend who's going through something, I'm like, that anything that matters to you matters, but let's just take a moment to remember that like the problems that we may be going through, like we really now know that tomorrow may not be promised. And we really have seen so many people pass, whether it's from COVID or from depression or from whatever sad reason it is, people are dying. And in that, it's like enough arguing about who got COVID from where or who did this from what or who made someone argue about X, Y, Z. It's like, let's look at the huge, big fucking picture here because it's so much bigger than that. And it starts with you. So you need to love you so that everyone else can love themselves and we can all be okay in this crisis crazy time because it'll only yeah. make it better and so for me i i can say that with without feeling vain or whatever but i love myself and i would love to hear what you have to say about people who are struggling with that feeling of self-love you know because there's so yeah. much self-care out here so many like you know we all talk about self-care self-growth self-this self-whatnot i love it i live it i breathe it but for someone who may be struggling with that idea of self-love, like what are some pointers that you would say? Like for me, I literally could go talk to myself in the mirror. I could talk to a fucking wall. <laughs> I could talk to a wall and be happy. But I, but when I'm having an off day, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, Lex, you've gone through some shit. You lost your dad. You've got this day. Don't even worry. And I say that only because I'm like, that was one of the toughest moments of my life. So I'm always reminded and I'm like, and dad's looking at you and he's fucking proud. And these are like talks that I have when I'm like feeling it. And then I'm like, and he loves you and you fucking love you. And like, it's something that I can do, but so many people can't. And I would love if you could like maybe like enlighten us on how to do it. Cause I can't teach it. I'm sure you can't either, but all we can do is share these little experiences of like what has helped me to become a little bit more confident and like love me, love me and like my alone time. And, you know, even drinking this cup of water and enjoying being here with my iPad and reading a book. Like some people cannot sit with themselves. I know. So I would love to know what you think of self love. And for those who can't harness that feeling, how can they like, reach in there and like look within themselves and like see that because again this is not something you're really like taught you know yeah yeah i think should we do a little experience yeah yeah let's do that and then we'll talk about it because you're right it's hard to teach this it's like a concept that just that's like what i wanted this episode to be it was really a story tell because it's kind of hard to like it's really it's really all like I, I, I gained so much from your experience that that's really what I wanted you mm. to do is like, give me your okay. experience on that. So go for it. Okay. Okay. I think we close our eyes. Let's just have everybody close their eyes for okay. just a second and just don't think for, there's no right or wrong way to do this. There is in each one of us, the universe. There are many ways that I could describe it, but as you close your eyes and you just listen to my voice right now, I want you to have an experience of this. To know who you truly are. So you may never have done this before. You may do this all the time, probably like Lex has. But ask for the true self in you, the the truest, wisest self in you 
to show themselves to you. Right now, just to say, I feel very disconnected from you. I don't even know. Cherie's telling me that you're there. <laughs> Come to me. Let me see you or feel you or hear you. I want to know who I truly am. And what comes up for me, and my eyes are still closed for anyone wondering, what comes up for me is love. Mm. So you just hear the word love. You feel it. You hear it. How does it come to you that you're love? It comes literally, it comes right through my belly out of my voice. I can literally feel the way it comes out of me. Oh, God. See, I'd love to hear after, you know, this comes out, people comment and write in and tell us what came to you. Because for me, I see this woman. I see this, like, being that it just, she's like the queen in me, you know, is this like the essence of me. It, I can see her and feel her and I remember her. And for a long time, I could not access this. So it's perfect, however it comes, that you might just feel a rush, you know, chills over your body or just like you sit in your chair a little bit more heavy. Mm -hmm. She'll go back, right? Yeah, heart you might open. Just feel, Ah, oh, yeah, you just, you can feel like this calm, right? Or, or a stillness. Um, love is who we all are. I believe that to be true. So it's, you know, and again, no right or wrong. I pray, it, but, I pray all people can feel those energetic shifts. Like even for me in this moment, like I, I meditate, I, I really do self care. I don't, I don't need to get into it, but I do this all the time. And I really hope mm. people like, let it in like it's almost like like really like take them like I know it's so hard to say but like be present because when you're present and not thinking about any other thing the one thing that came to mind was love I could have said work yeah. I could have said stress I could have said that but really what came was love yeah I am love so that's the root right there of when you know who you are when you have these flashes these memories or remembrances of who you are if you're love are you going to be a jerk to yourself? Are you not going to take care of yourself? Are it's like your your path to self-love is so much easier now. Because if you embodied in this lifetime as Lex to be love, then you're you're remembering you've got a precious purpose, right? That you're just here at the end of the day you can do the podcast, you can teach yoga, you can do all the things, but you're here to be love for others and yourself, for yourself and others. Right? So that means you get to drink the water. You get to have the good chocolate. You get to put yourself to sleep. You get to do all the things that would nurture love because that's a fucking big purpose. Sorry. Right? That's all you want. So, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you won't do the self-love practice if you don't do that first step, if you don't remember who you are. Right. You know? And I can't believe I'm going to say this right now because this is fresh and I, I just had this experience. It's probably for this purpose to talk to you, but I work with intuitives and astrologers and like anybody who can bring some insight to this crazy ride, you know? And this last reading I had was, you know, again, like, am I on the right track? What am I, what should I be doing this year with my work? You know, all these questions, cause we get up in our heads and you make everything so complicated for ourselves. And she said, Sheree, you're here to bring light to the planet. You're here to bring heaven on earth. And you know what's crazy is this day is the beginning of the Tibetan Buddhist calendar. This is a miracle day. March no way. 5th. And it is the beginning of a miracle month where everything that we do from here on out in March is multiplied 10 million fold. No. And guys, we've, re we've had to reschedule this. So this is really amazing. Third time. Yeah. I wish anyone could do this as both of our hands have a three. Crazy. Now that just landed for me why we had to wait until today. Yeah, we did. It had to, it had to be today. Had to be today because what came to me as I said today as I woke up, I'm like, okay, let the miracles begin. I'm like, this is the ultimate party. And I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to be revealed? And that booming voice came through that I told you came through at 36. And it said, you are the heaven on earth. You are here to bring you. You're, you're the heaven. And it was like this, just, oh my God. It just simplified again. 
you know, that you're just here to bring love, Lex. And I'm same thing, right? Whatever you define as moksha, liberation, freedom, yeah. the, you know, liberation, heaven, it's all the words. Um, yeah, so I remember again today that I'm, I'm in a precious body and I would like to lose some weight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's so, it's so silly, right? It's like, no, I'm going to go, like, have all the sex and the chai and, like, do all the things and just be so grateful, so grateful. And no matter how this wild time pans out, that each day, if I could show up and just bring a little more of me, which apparently is some heaven, you know, then I'm doing my thing and it's all going to be okay. Well, you are really doing the best thing ever because you're reaching people from different areas. You're, I literally could feel your heart and soul and like, I have other things that I even want to bring up, but I'm, they don't even matter anymore to me. <laughs> Literally, as I like throw my iPad to the side, I'm like, doesn't even matter. I don't want to talk about that anymore. But I think it's like just so, you know, I think especially what I think a lot of people will be able to relate to or feel, um, you know, at ease with is like you saying at 36, you found yourself in this position. And I want people to know that like it's, I don't want to call it starting over or whatever it is, but there's always a chance to like, to, I'm just going to say, start anew. There's always a chance on, to, to. Yeah. Cause today's a new year, right? Today's exactly. a new year. Like we had the lunar new year. So we had a second chance in February and now we've got a third chance. Yeah. Like I don't want to, like I went through my own phase of thinking like I would never. And I'm like, no, there was going, there's, a, there's my magical time just hasn't come yet. And it's going to oh. come, but like I and I, but I'm aware of that, and I know it, and that's why I don't think I'm in search of anything. But for those who are like in search and need it and want it and need to like know who they are and all of these things, I want them to know, like hear you and hear the 36 year old self of you then being so fucking confused and lost and being like, no, I change no. this now, and like yeah. and like, like look at the light that you've become. I'm like, look at the party that you've created. That's not just in California. That's here in Miami. That literally is over, like, that has probably, you've probably touched more lives than you even, like, know of. But in that, you're also doing it because you want to. <laughs> not because anyone it told has you. To. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's rushing through me. And I think that's what I want for everybody is on that note to know that that longing, I'm sure that we're all on this call together because we have the longing, right. you know, like the, uh, the hunger, the wanting. Right. And, and here's the good news. It's profoundly feminine. It's in all of us. doesn't matter your gender, right? You know, that energy, it's the creative, it's the Shakti, right? And and my teacher said to me, because I, you know, it, it can be like the back of the hand of the longing is like impatience or like nothing's lining up or I'm not there yet, you know? And she said, the greatest prayer you could ever ask for is more longing. And I was like, what now? But that's the force. That's the, that's the impulse, right? To create, to love, to be curious, to want, to be engaged. Totally. Right. That's where the life force can come through. That's where the love and the joy, it's, it's the opposite of depression. Right. Right. So go with the longing and know that we're at different ages and different points. Right. But I, as a young person, always thought I'm still fucking. Young. I was I just about to say, I literally was about to say, How you're still long? young. Like, what's wrong? I literally was about to what? pause you and be like, no, 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 you're still young. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't matter. But it, but it's. I used to think that there was a destination point, that there was an arrival point, you know, that at some point I would be able to like finally arrive, right. you know, and I still play with this. I say like, I will have arrived when I have an outdoor shower, <laughs> but Dang. Yeah. I, I honestly very much so agree. A sauna, an outdoor right. shower. I'm with exactly. you. Tulum, exactly. a house in Tulum. Just take me there. <laughs> exactly. I will come and you'll come to my one. Yes. But I think it's more about trusting the moreness. For, for all of us who are feeling stuck or in the darkness or in fear still, there's this like, like waves, right? That the ocean is forever just crashing at the shore. There's moreness and that is the nature of life. So whatever moment you find yourself in now, there's more. Oh, 
Well, I love that, Sheree. And yeah. with that being said, everyone, know that there's so much more out there than just, like, your one-way thought. Try to, like, put yourself in other shoes. I know that we say that all the time, but I really want people to take everything that we said from this episode and really take it to heart, self-awareness, loving yourself. When you love yourself, you love other people more. You appreciate those things more. You get curious. You want, when I, I feel so much love that I want to give that love to other people. And it's not like, just again, not romantically. I want people to feel this in their souls actually. And I'll, I'll close with, with this. Um, my really good friend, Brian, and I went through the same situation at the same time. And he had a different feeling about it. And I said, you know, I just, ha I, I, I just have so much love to give. Like I, I don't know what to do with all of it. And I ended up getting a dog because as one does who loves so much. Um, and I'll show you Indy after this, but you know, he looked at me after and he was like, like you do have so much love to give. And I was like, I know. And that's why, why I think my heart hurt so deeply because I have so much love to give and I love loving and like I love myself and I think when you really value and love yourself and love those around you and value them it just makes such a difference in the world oh got caught up for one second but we're gonna go right back into it okay go for it so I'm just saying when when we do all that you know it's, it's the the, it, the 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 floor is yours <laughs> ah well it's just it's the truth it's 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 what oh now I lost it can we, can no, we no, just... no, but, but all I was saying is like, essentially like, you know, when you love yourself, when you honor yeah. yourself, when you love the people around, like when I was saying to my friend, like, I love my, I, I really love myself. I really love you. I have so much love to give into the world that like, I'm yeah. not willing, you know, I was very depressed for a little bit. And then when we were having this conversation, I was like, I'm not willing to like, not give this love to anyone. And then I you know, was like, I'm not really ready to date or be with anyone. I got a dog, which is why I was saying I ended up giving my love yeah, to yeah, a dog. Yeah. But you have to really love, love yourself and like feel comfortable with yourself. And like, I firmly believe, and I, I guess learning from my breakup that like, I'm not going to meet, meet somebody until I'm fully love Alexa. Like that's just the truth of the matter. And I also think it's really selfish to like introduce myself to someone when I'm not my healed self yet, to be completely honest. Mm. And I think a lot of people mm. like, can't tell you how many people have been like, the only way over is under. And I'm like, if I hear that one more fucking time, I'm gonna actually like, like push somebody in the face because I'm like that for me, that doesn't work. For me, I yeah. need connection and love. And I would, that's why I'm saying like, when you really love yourself and honor yourself, you really honor and really respect the people around you way more because if you don't have respect for yourself, who do you have respect for? Truly. Yeah. And I think it's a practice, yeah. right? We're all on this journey of, of, you know, the experience of coming in and out of it. We'll forget and remember, we'll forget and remember. And good Lord, I got so tired with the forgetting piece, you know, but that is part of why we're embodied. Right. And I think it's that, that message of self-love means all the parts, even, even the quote unquote unhealed, right. right. That, that you are perfect as you are right now and will continue to be as you evolve. And that, that softness, that tenderness that needs to come with just who you are today yeah. and yeah maybe some of your parts aren't fully integrated or you're not happy with this or that or you have wounds and triggers still that's what intimacy comes from right you know when you can bring those to another soul and be in your humanity and be in the practice together it's magnetic it's like back to what we were talking about before when you can show up with all of your all of you to someone else and let them love you anyway right. even though you haven't totally dialed it yet right because will we ever i don't know you know i just know the people that i study from get more and more to the place where they say they know nothing you yeah. know and it's just why i said the moreness is it's just the practice yeah. of it all and that why we need each other in this is we we calm our nervous systems right just coming together means we can drop out of some of the anxiety and loneliness or the depression that we may have on a day-to-day -day basis and just whew, be together it's like our cells in our body want to be together and talk and in the same way we need to be together and talk and share the ride and i really and hope that's that anyone listening all. also 
has found, like, I have five incredible friends. Like, I'm saying five mm. that I can deeply count on. Like, deeply, no matter what, at any time. I hope people can yeah. also find that. Like, really, really yeah. fundamental, really good humans in your life that are going to only uplift you. Like, no need for, like, just letting people in that do not serve you. Like, I, yeah. I, I think... I really want that to get across too because I think that's what's helped me so much is really harboring the people that matter and like even my, my friends like taking the real time to like whether if it's FaceTime if that's all we have a FaceTime yeah. on anything uh, and that takes effort like now especially in this world where we're only on our computers it does take effort to be like hey I want to take time out to really talk to you and catch up and see what's going on in our best way possible but finding that core group of humans who like really yeah. really gets me got me through like my worst times like knows me in and out knows that I can be really real knows how to communicate which is like one thing I would love to do a whole episode on communication because I think oh, everybody yeah. is just so like not well with communicating and like really needs to like learn how to communicate um but having found that like true fundamental like family, I'll, I'll say, friends that are family yeah. has really changed my self view of self love as well. Yeah, and let's say that the gateway to finding those people is vulnerability. Right, is totally, being, it totally you know, is. By the way, <clears throat> yeah, it's so many people struggle with how do I make friends, especially as we're you getting know, older, school, or yeah, yeah, even even my students at Stanford have a hard time meeting each other, right? And they're they're there, so it's. It's really, man, asking for help, right. you know, like saying, here's my experience. Here's how I'm feeling. How are you? You know, sitting over a cup of coffee and just getting some pure connection with someone or having a group that you do. I don't think I would be where I am right now if I didn't have this women's circle. We meet every Friday without oh. fail for years. No way. Years. It's eight of us. We call ourselves the Crystal Sisters because it all started when we went to a mine to pull crystals out of a mine together. Wait, that's and so like, cool. No, and we literally, each one of us at different points in our career, we have somebody who just turned 30 and the oldest is eight. Are you in Los Angeles? No, I will be shortly. I oh, I have, I, I, have, in, I have some young women and older women that you need to me that are oh, literally yes. going to be your sisters and one of my friends Anna listen to me she does M she does EMS sculpting which you will be obsessed with since you're like I need to lose a few pounds so I've got <laughs> sure we, we had the right the glory of it exactly we're going, we connect and then we connect even more exactly I'm like and I've got I have a whole sister tribe for you in LA right when you get there oh my god yes I'm down there all the time so Amazing. please well Sheree oh. thank you for coming on thank you for giving everything and again I want people to remember there's so much more out there there's so much more believe in the possibilities Possibility. and reach out and ask for help yeah, yeah. And, like, and and also don't be if someone inspires you don't be afraid to reach out to them you inspired me. Right. I reached out to you. Could have never reached out back. I always say, uh, I have nothing to lose. <laughs> if she doesn't no, answer me, and, nothing to lose. And please, it's an invitation to anybody listening to call too. And I'm totally. But to I'm just saying, like, I hope people know that, like, with that, like, confidence that I think people may hear in my own voice. Like, I only, I'm not that confident. I just like go for it. And in that, I fake it till I make it. You reached out. I was like. Let's go, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, like I, I, one can only hope. So with that, also like, I'm gonna use the word have the balls to just go out there to just take. This isn't a risk at all whatsoever. This is far from a risk. But if you feel yeah. like a connection to someone or something, we're in such an interesting time of our lives where kind of for the first time is not creepy to do that. It's kind of cool no. to be like, hey, I'd love to like chat with you. Is that cool with you? Yeah, it is cool. So also like know that in the new world, as much as there's some sad things going on, there's some really great ways to connect and to like find, you know, maybe we can have our own crystal sister online. So you know what I mean? Like there's so right? many, there's so much more. And that's like, that's, this is exactly how I, I knew this would like end exactly how it unfolded. Um, there's just so much more out there. And I really one thank you so, 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 so much. You are 
the best and I just feel very lucky and your words are ones that stick with me deeply and I know they'll stick with others and mm -hmm. your kids are so fucking lucky. <laughs> Thank you. They, they, I'm they really so lucky. Are. They really, Girl. really are. <laughs> Thank you so much. I honor deeply your bravery and your courage to have the podcast. It's, it's, Listen, I've talked about having a podcast for 10 years. And so that's coming. And you're a major reason why. I mean, just the. Well, if you ever want to talk about it, I'll do it with you. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll have you on mine. Absolutely. I, I I'm just in awe of you and what you're giving and so grateful for your being. You. And I'm so lucky to know you, Lex. Thank you. I feel very, very lucky. And I feel like, I hope I can say this, I feel very lucky to have gained a new friend. Absolutely. Oh my <laughs> Lord. This was not an accident. <laughs> it was not an accident at all. Well, thank you so much for coming on the vibe, Sheree. I really love you. I will make sure to put like all of your information in the details. Thank you for coming on. I love, love, love you. Stay love here you with me for one second. <laughs>